right, welcome to Pass the Mic for Friday, December 16th. This is episode 53, starting round two, year two, episode numbers-wise. Mike Piotti here on Zoom. Joining me on Zoom, Mr. Michael Gervasi. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Get me back on my feet so I can tear things up. Mike? Uh, oh, man. Uh, Luther Vandross. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. No, that's DMX. That was for oh, oh. That's one of her favorite songs. Uh, <laughs> Flipping by DMX. So Luther Vandross, that's a good one. The late Luther Vandross, right? The late Luther Vandross. Yes, he always his weight always fluctuated and he died very young too. Yep. yep unfortunately. Yeah. So um recapped. I I think we were okay with errors last week. I think we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of nice uh compliments about last week's episode. Um Sarah Morgan um, reached out about and said how this was very touch. Uh, the episode was important to her because her daughters go through this as being, you know, um, top, you know, top students that beat themselves up. I had a lot of people reach out to me not realizing, you know, how hard of a job that is um, and how hard it is on kids, too. Right. You know? uh, Crystal and, Fowler said it was the best episode we've done. Yeah, she was also uh, very, uh, I think she said, I don't, can I remember? Oh, wanted to point out that you get an educator's discount at Michael's, too attached to any yeah, other she worked there. she opened a store she, yeah she worked there and she lived grew up behind the frank's nursery and craft where yeah. uh, which i also mentioned there but yeah uh that was mentioned and then i put it on the facebook page i happened to go to tractor supply to uh pick up some dog food for ella who sometimes appears she's not over my shoulder today uh and right as i'm at the register they had gingerbread like a farm and then i really the the, the chicken coop caught my eye I, I almost bought it for you the gingerbread chicken coop uh, and of course, didn't Max Bailey say he did it at his gingerbread houses? Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, hold on. Another thing I, before I forget, you got absolutely slammed for oh. your lack of hip hop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, last week was a bad week. And me. even Mandy Scheffler, because I said maybe it was something with, to do with Gibraltar. Fresh off her uh, 29th birthday celebration. Yeah, happy birthday, happy belated. But yeah, she she said, no, she knew that. So Eric B. and Rakim, I cannot believe. Mike, he's yeah. argu- Eric B. and Rakim, arguably the most underrated, perhaps, the, some people argue the best rap group ever. Yeah, Kent Sakura gave me a hard time about that. Yeah, that yeah. was a... It's a tough beat that week, so I, I own it. But a, but a, a good episode. And then Trish Boucher, uh, yeah. about the decorations, I found out. I did. She did confirm those are all original old school. She told me that like you can find them now at like flea markets and stuff, and they're expensive. Like we said, they're they're in. Like people want to uh, to buy those. Hopefully nobody uh, tries to steal hers because right. uh, there's such an end. And then, of course, I walk around, I see tons of blow-ups everywhere and just sort of laugh. So it was a great episode. Um, we're going to continue on. We're a little, we, we're, we're just, you're just saying before we went on the air how crazy of a week this has been. Um, it seems like these last 10 days before a break, stuff fills up all the time. We have a staff meeting tomorrow after school. Uh, Nate had three basketball games, has three basketball games this week. Trip planning meetings about European trips, future European yeah. trips. It's just been crazy. So we had to hop on Zoom here. We're recording this on Wednesday night. Um, so our topic. Oh no! Before that, you have the mic of the week this week. I, I had Michael. Oh, speaking of the Michaels, Tom Pack yeah. uh, really loved the Michael. <laughs> he sent us that. Just had him cracking up. But that was the actual Michael of the week. The first Michael of the week. That was a store, I guess. And right. I. Yeah. So it did catch some people off guard. But who's I, I yours? Elizabeth Pate, back to her for a second. Elizabeth Pate's first concert was Menudo. Oh, that's that, that's right, too. Speaking of last Yes, in New York, right? Yep. Um, yeah. My mic, it, it, hey, man, 
Uh, I the Lions. It's Mike Badger, the kicker. Oh, all right, yeah. It, it, it's they are. We don't want to jinx them. No, but I do have a bet, and I, I'm curious what the the listeners, Max Bailey and I, having a bet are having a bet. Um, family they, friendly bet. Family friendly. Three of four. I win the bet. Um, that the Lions. I think their toughest win. game left is this week. Yeah, the Jets. I think they win. The, the Jets um, are not to be discounted. They've actually held the Bills offense and checked twice. So yeah. I don't think their offense is very good, but right. their defense is. I mean, if you can shut the Bills down and hold them, that's going to be a tough game. But if they can get past this one, they should be in good shape. Although we've talked about it before, even though the Packers are sort of garbage this year, that last week in Green Bay just gives me fits. If like it comes to that. You're right. My hope with that game, if nothing else, is Green Bay's playing for nothing. Why, why risk Rodgers? What, what, I mean, see what you got with that backup quarterback. And they're probably, I, I cannot, I don't know what the record is offhand, but I don't think they're going to have any chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. So going to plan him, you know? And then, but of course they would probably be the team that just kicks yeah. us in the gut. Yeah. So yeah. with that, you, you also we have our Mike of the week. Very good. Um, yeah. This week, we're going to do a little holiday themed education. I thought, what a great idea. We are going to give three gifts this week. All right, we each get to give three gifts. Yeah. A gift to our school building, to Carlson High School. All right. A gift to one coworker, a specific coworker. You get to pick the coworker and the gift. And then a gift to our college. So in that case, for us, it'd be Eastern Michigan. I guess I could slide something into Wayne State if I wanted. But um, so those are three gifts. Let's start. With, we'll go one each. You know, we'll go back okay. and forth on each one of these. So first of all, what is your gift that you're going to give to Carlson High School? I got a good one. Hope you don't steal it. Okay, so my gift for Carlson High School is uh, less student apathy. This last these last few weeks are rough. Um, now I, I will say this in my economics class, which by definition economics is not the most exciting class, but I did I've done this stock uh, market watch stock project, and they're they're very engaged in that this week. Uh, probably more engaged than anything else we've done because it's kind of a contest. There's rankings. Oh yeah. Um, but I, less student apathy. These last few weeks are really tough. Um, they, you know, and this, especially this last week, which is historically later than anything we've had. So my my gift for CHS would be less student apathy. Yeah, hopefully that works, and that's something that lasts beyond January, yeah, uh, December twenty. These are just the dog days right now. Oh, right? my goodness! Yes, yes. We were sort of talking about it with Thanksgiving, but truly, it's right now, and it's uh, it's it's, and everyone knows it. The bus drivers know it, custodians know it. Um, right. Everyone, everyone knows it. But again, I want to make it clear. We've said it before. I don't mind working all the way up right to the twenty third because that second week in that sure. full week in January is going to be very nice when nothing is going on. I can take down my Christmas decorations and just sit around and do nothing. Yeah. Um, my gift, I want to give a big shout out to our administrator, our sub administrator, Miss Purs, and the dog uh, Barkley that just oh, left yeah. us last Friday. So if I could give anything to Carlson High School, it would be a new dog, a new, new dog, uh, support dog. Yeah, can't bring Ella in, but. In all honesty, uh, the, both uh, Miss Purrs and the dog were well-loved by the students. Absolutely. And, and that last Friday, so many kids were taking pictures. Barkley has his own Instagram page. Yeah. And I truly think the dog was like a calming influence. You know, every type of kid, you know, other than a few kids that didn't like dogs. Some people don't like dogs, but whatever. That's yeah. that's not that's that's not here or there. Uh, but I just think, man, it, it, and I know other schools have done this. I know like at U of M, they've had things where like there's a couple of days where they bring them out to like the, they had them at the library right before exams. I just think it's a calming influence. I am a dog person. I think it's, you know, if you have a nice trained one, it, it, it can only help in the building. And I wish that was something that like sort of every school could have. And so that's my, if I could 
bring my own, I'd bring my own, but that was not trained. So, okay. all right. Cool. You get to pick one staff member. Who's the staff member that you are surprising with a gift and what is that gift? All right. So see, you said one, but I have two people that kind of do the same. Role. That's fine. That's fine. I'll let you, I'll give, you know, we can do what we want here. It's, it's our okay. show. So, so exactly. So um, Max Bailey and Rob Raymond put together this Marauder Youth Basketball League and they, Mike, they do an amazing job. Um, and just listening to various um, people talk, especially, you know, at the game the other day, so forth and so on. For those two guys in particular, the gift for coworkers is just the appreciation of the community. For them to do what they do, they do it without getting paid. It's totally volunteer-based. Um, now, they do raise enough money to pay officials and things like that. But in general, the amount of effort and work they put in is really astounding. And it's a thankless job. And so for those yep. two guys, I think it, the appreciation from the community for their efforts, because it really is. And there's others. Aaron Torres, who does so much for us as well, for our show, but for her contributions to the league. I almost hate saying, I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. But I'm, so that's why I'm going to stick with Max and Rob on this one, because they really deserve the utmost respect from the people for the work that they do. Yeah, they filled a void with that because just certain things happened when COVID hit and right. then the Flat Rock League sort of went away for a little bit. And um, it, it, there's such a demand for youth sports and especially at a, it's not a, it's, I don't want to say it's not competitive, but you know what I mean? It's more of a recreational league. Yeah, we're teaching kids. An instructional league, right. which um, my kid, you know, Nate, who played, who now plays on JV, was able to experience that through Flat Rock. And uh, part it's part of why he still plays basketball to this day. You know, you know, not and it doesn't mean that every kid that's in this is going to be playing high school basketball. But a great tribute to those people. And again, yeah. it's not they're, they're you know they could be doing DoorDash or Uber and making money just for themselves. Right, right. Instead, they're get, they're getting nothing and giving back to the uh, the the Gibraltar schools community. So great choice. Um, mine is going to be to an old favorite. Um, I'm going to go to our wonderful hall monitor Joanne. I if I could give her first class accommodations during March Madness to Las Vegas, a first class flight and, uh, you know, like a nice sweet room at the Paris. She loves the Paris twins, uh, loyal to the, to the Paris casino, nice dinner at Gordon Ramsay's, uh, uh, hell's kitchen. And then like a thousand dollars gambling money would be what I would like to give. Cause Joanne talk about giving, I mean, yes. she's always buying kids, uh, Christmas gifts, making sure that everyone's taken care of. I know that for our alumni picnic with the principal, we're going to have a hundred and, I texted my buddy Scott at Buffalo Wild Wings that we're, I need a food for 130 uh, people coming. We have so many alumni coming. Joanne's baking cookies so that everybody has some cookies from her, from her own, out of her own pocket. And uh, she just gives so much back to school and has been doing it for, in, in reality, people joke around, so I'm the longest tenured. I'm not the longest tenured in the building. It's truly Joanne. She's the longest tenured uh, employee currently. And let me shout out, on that note, and Joanne's amazing, and she always has been. Uh, we have another, and you know, we've had good hall monitors over the years, Mr. Tony, Mr. Tony, amongst others. Uh, Taylor connection with him, Tim Simons, a hall monitor, another Taylor guy. You know, we have two amazing hall monitors. Tim yep. does. You ask him for anything, he's always there for you. He's so helpful. He's such a kind man. So we really have two amazing people. And I, you know, if people in our building that listen to this show kids or whatever talk to those people they're they're wonderful wonderful people yep we've been very lucky we've talked about this before because you know yeah. like brandon seifert speaking of that i ran into larry williams who listens to the oh. show at woodhaven high school and i went there speaking of former 
yeah. uh, workers, and he was our former chief of police in Gibraltar, our former liaison officer. Larry's looking great. He's like a Woodhaven security guard now yeah. over at Woodhaven High School. He still misses us. He was a Marauder graduate. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Somebody needs to put his name in for as a Absolutely. Hall of Fame Absolutely. Hall of Fame nomination. That's my two cents worth. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have our gift for our coworkers, and we threw a lot of names out there and a lot of gifts. So that's good. It's the season of giving even if they're fictional <laughs> gifts. All right, now it's time. What are you going to give to the fine people in Ypsilanti uh, for a Christmas gift? Uh, we're probably going to give the same thing. Uh, I'm giving them a bowl win. Um, <laughs> and so last bowl win, these are the presidents. We've had Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden. All those people have been presidents since EMU last won a bowl game. They play in the Potato Bowl, I believe, December 22nd. Is that Boise, Idaho? I believe it is, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so a bowl win for EMU is a gift to the Eastern. And they're pretty good this year. If there's ever a year, this could be the year. It's very impressive what they've been able to do there. They knocked um, off a Herm Edwards coach team. So, yeah. Got Herm, got Herm Edwards fired. Got, him got fired, fired on the yeah. field that night, I right. believe, if I remember correctly. Oh, why are we laughing at that? Herm Edwards. I, I like Herm Edwards, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, um, I actually, mine isn't the same thing. I am going to, and I'm going to be like, you were sneaky with yours. I'm going to be a little sneaky with mine and combine my Wayne State degree and Eastern degree and then my U of M daughter right now. And this is, again, this is, we talk about sometimes how we were blinded in the classroom, right? Or we're blinded by our upbringing. We don't realize what people go through. Now that I'm on these U of M Facebook parent pages, I understand the dilemma and the struggle these people that are from out of the country or out of this, that are on the East Coast or West Coast, whose kids are coming home for the holidays, how awful the public transportation system is here of these kids having to get from Ann Arbor to Detroit Metro Airport. So my gift is a metro rail line running from Ann Arbor right along the 94 corridor all the way into downtown. Jeez, so that's a gift for Eastern. It's a gift for really, U of M. It's a gift for Wayne State. Gifts. I did go big because I think about I think about how ridiculous it is. You fly into Detroit Metro, Ann Arbor, one of the biggest college towns in the world, sure. hub of academics. You have Detroit now, which is supposedly back and everything. You fly into Romulus, one of the best airports in the country. We're blessed with one of the best airports in the country. If you're traveling business person here to do business you have to rent a car there's right. no there is no other way around it there yeah. is no getting anywhere and again that goes back to our but and because because originally when i was designing my gift my complaint was if you lived on eastern's campus getting to the new to the new basketball arena and the football stadium it's not like in ann arbor you can walk most kids are walking from the city of ann arbor and their apartments and dorms to the stadium that walk from Eastern's campus to Rynearson Stadium in the convocation is not a walkable walk. No. And so I'm like, they got buses, whatever. But like, just think if you had like a nice rail system that ran down the yeah, 94 absolutely. corridor on Michigan Avenue. But again, more importantly, I thought about it for these kids that can't, they're begging for rides to get. And again, I know there's Uber and everything else, but it's hard and it's expensive. Right. It's amazing to me That's that fair. We, I think it's a great, I think it's a great, it's one. a, it's a pipe dream, but yeah. I mean, we've always talked about it. Wouldn't it be great if there's a line, we have all these freight train tracks. We got the darn Christmas train. People are all excited about that. <laughs> Why don't we get a real train that people can ride on? So that, there Hey, you go again, I want to go down. I want to go to the lions game. I don't want to see Christmas lights on a train. I want to, I want to have a couple Pepsis down at Ford field and take the train back home. Fair. I'm with you. Friendly. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Overrated, underrated. Now, you when I gave you this, you said, didn't we do this last year? Well, last year we did overrated, underrated yes. holiday movies or TV specials, which we did. And we set those out last year. Um, I thought this year we're going to shift it a little bit to overrated, underrated, the actual characters 
that may have appeared in any of these specials. So again, you can go back to your shows from last year. I didn't. Mine are sort of totally different. So who is your overrated Christmas fictional character or character that's been in a uh, Christmas film or All TV right, so show? My, my, both of mine are generic. Okay. Um, for my overrated, it's the movie character that comes up in every single Christmas movie. Some iteration of, of this angry person that doesn't have the Christmas spirit in some way, shape, or form that is just somehow struck by the Christmas spirit, whether he meets a beautiful woman that he falls in love with or sees something happening, you know, and and this kind of contradicts what my underrated Christmas movie was last year, which was Scrooge, because that's exactly what the movie is yep. about. But it's but the same in every one. It's the same it's in every the same one. in every one, man. It happens. So my char- that my overrated character is just all these darn movies that with somebody that doesn't have in some way, shape, or form the Christmas spirit. And and by the end, they're, they're, uh, they're you know, they're they throwing presents the all over. Yes. Like, yeah, yes. like James Conn's character. Yes. James Conn's yeah. character in Elf is like the typical, yeah. you know, okay. Right. My overrated is one of these characters. And I think that I wish this person, if he would have stayed, tr- or it would have stayed, I don't know what, it, I think it's a he, would have stayed true to his roots. I would have liked the character, the Grinch. I think the Grinch is overrated only because I love the Grinch as the Grinch. Hating on everything, hating on Christmas, right. being grumpy. He had every right to be. If you watch the movie version, was bullied as a kid in school, went away, minded his own business, just leave him alone. And then if he would have stayed that way, great movie. Should have stayed that way. Like, don't make him turn into this guy that all of a sudden starts, a tear rolls down his cheek. Yeah. And he saves Christmas. No, steal all the presents, end it, make everyone wake up all depressed and upset and don't go down there for the feast overrated the Grinch only because like he said he falls into your category of change if he would have stayed if he stays true to himself again Mike this nothing is scripted here the synergy is just amazing that worked out well we're on we're on a roll today yeah Rocco may finally be impressed Hmm. (laughs) all right that's our overrated who is your underrated okay so again and it's funny you mentioned Rocco so here's the deal with my underrated very few people really understand um how much Christmas impacted the Rocky characters. It's specifically two Rocky movies, Rocky Four and Rocky Five. Do you remember either one, how Christmas had an impact on you? Oh, man. No, I don't, because as they get longer in, I don't remember them as well, especially Five. I don't, Five is like, I'm totally clueless. Okay, so in Rocky Four, the fight with Drago, guess what? December 25th. Ooh. So I, I figure Rocky's a character that counts because that's that's kind of a lost part of the movie. I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna hear get these text messages from my friends talking about how do you, everybody knows that, but I don't think I don't think really it's it's kind of lost on the movie. And Rocky Five now in Rocky Five he has um he trains this young man Tommy Gunn Tom, played by real boxer Tommy Morrison I believe deceased as well if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, um they have their big falling out on. Christmas. And so to me, these two movies, Rocky again is a character, therefore Rocky four and Rocky five. Those are my underrated, the the Christmas aspect of the movie uh, in both cases are very important to the movie. So that's my underrated. All right. I don't, I'm not, I'm listen, I have no problem with it. I think you're going to get some heat from the past the mic listeners on, you know, there's people that don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I think they're going to give you some heat. I'm fine with it. 
totally fine. I, yeah. I like that. We make our own rules here, man. I, I, I Listen, okay. My underrated, and I mentioned the movie earlier when I was talking my overrated, when I, when I mentioned Elf, which I think is a great Christmas movie. I love it. I like uh, James Caan. Uh, my underrated character in it, though, is Bob Newhart's character in it because he sort of gets sort of pushed to the side. He I really think. does, yeah. Because James Caan and you know Will Ferrell steal the movie. I mean, those. I mean, it's obviously those are the big stars, and right, right, right. Um, uh, the 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 young lady as well, uh, Zoe, uh, um, she, the actress that uh, plays as sort of you know the cute girl of them all. But I think Bob Newhart's character steals every scene he's in. He's just, you know he's the narrator, I think, pretty much, and then he's in those few scenes, and the, I love it at the end when he's. Just, Will Ferrell's like, or as he's getting older, and Will Ferrell's sitting on his lap. Uh, Bob Newhart, very yes. underrated role in a Christmas movie. He's not the big star; he's not there, but he, he in that role is perfect, and uh, I, I think gets does not get as much love as some of the other big stars in he's that movie. Very Bob Newhart is a very te- what what he I, I assume he's I think he is passed. I believe. I mean, if not, he's up there. Very very talented in, in what he did. You know, as an actor, very versatile actor. So yeah, that's could do comedy and could do it in a way that very few in a very serious manner just a very i think underrated actor to be honest with you yeah he um you know he is uh and i have him as alive really <laughs> 93 Shocking. 93 years wow. old yeah i guess wow so sorry bob well glad you're still with us like the very that very straight dry humor yeah that's that he's and, and he was great at it he was great at it. and he was the same character in elf as he was as like in newhart when he owned the the, the his sitcom his show in the 80s and then his previous stuff so great character and i'm happy to hear that he's still alive yeah so. all right that brings us to hot mics of the take hot, hot sorry hot mics of the week it's late. you got I, I mean we are yeah we are again we got the lights on it's late wednesday uh who what is your hot mic take for the week my hot mic take okay so i was, I was poking through uh youtube the other day and I, I you know i watch a lot of old nba highlights and stuff like that and I came across an NBA player, and this is this is who passed away way too young, uh, Drazan Petrovic, who was a and it, it, the premise of this YouTube clip was he had a falling out um, due to political circumstances with Vlade Divac, who was Serbian, and you know uh, Drazan was was uh, Croatian, and, and the lesson of the thirty for thirty was whatever whatever politics divides you, put it aside. These two guys were best friends, and the the war going on over there in the former Yugoslavia caused a, a split in the friendship. And then as they were slowly starting to talk again, Drazan was, was killed in a car accident. So I guess that's the, the sidebar is this, there's nothing that's too important to not solve You know, in this spirit of the holidays, you know, you might be fighting with somebody uh, that um, for whatever reason. And I, I think Vladi, the, the point of that 30 for 30 was, you know, he wishes he could go back and, go back to the friendship that they had, that they seem to be going down that road to have. Uh, but back to the 30 for 30, I encourage any basketball listener. So this is like a Tony Safedra, my buddies. Um, what, that guy would probably average 35 a game right now. He's an amazing shooter. He's one of those people. And I'm sure, and this is kind of, this is where uh, the listener, I'm also asking them for something on this as well. Um, people that went away too young that we lost too young that we didn't get to see you know i, I think a kurt cobain i think a tupac in music uh in this case drazan petrovich was absolutely amazing as a basketball player and he was kind of just scratching the surface of his greatness you know they had michael jordan on there talking about drazan was not scared of him and that was in, in, in at jordan's heyday you know and 
died too young and what he might have done um, had he continued, had he been able to continue playing. Uh, so that's my hot mic. Just watch that guy. And uh, from the listener, you know, any, if you want to comment on this, people that went away too young that we didn't get to see before in any walk of life. Yeah. I mean, and we, we start, remember we joke, joking around. I don't remember the exact age, but like Luther Vandross was not yes, yes. an elderly man by any means. And we've right. mentioned many of the names on here. Yeah. But, and again, the same, and, and there's two good points. You made the point about, um, you know, losing people early, but also the point too of like, really consider like how much someone has wronged you if you really need to die on hills of right. like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, there, I guess, you know, you know, I, I sent a text earlier in our group chat earlier today with former um, yeah. Speaker of the House, John Boehner, mm-hmm. um, speaking about Nancy Pelosi's portrait being revealed and him breaking down emotionally. And Boehner has been known to be there. Remember, he got some heat yeah. for yeah. being this tough guy that would always cry. And, uh, you know, talking about how his daughters wanted to make sure they, you know, he said how influential right. he was. And here's a guy that was the, the speaker of the Republican Party. It's because right. when it comes down to it, I, we've said this before, 90 percent of these people are friends there in D.C. Right. They don't, right. don't want to see harm and ill will. Now there's this goofy 10 percent that I'm not going to speak of. But, uh, but, you know, most people are that way. So um, my hot mic take of the week Sunday, my normal Sunday routine is really I try to get as much stuff done early as I can. I come up here into my loft, put on red zone for a solid one to seven o'clock and do some other things while it's in the background. Sure. And, uh, you know, red zone has this new goofy policy now, which the Ren dog commented on about if there's only one game left, you got to, it, it goes, cuts off. So whatever. So I, I'm not, I, I get in the habit of sometimes I'll put on 60 minutes, which now I guess officially makes me old. Um, Cause if you're watching 60 minutes, I told you, sometimes right. I listen to it as a podcast. I've gone fully old man mode now. This last week's uh, was really interesting to me because they had our Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on, which most people may not think is interesting, but I found it very interesting because uh, our first uh, time two female signatures are appearing on printed money. That was part of this. They went to this Hmm. um, mint factory and the the first set of bills rolled off um, and it will be the, and she was very, I, I just... And the line I remember her saying, because she went to Hamilton High School in New York, and she just had a very interesting upbringing in life. And, that, you know, that's what 60 Minutes is. There was a little bit of policy talk in there of, like, do you think inflation is going to come down or this or that? But a lot of it was, like, her biography. And, you know, a lot of times we don't learn about, tre- you know, the only the coolest Treasury Secretary, you know, Hamilton. We have a whole musical on. But sure. uh, but but you don't really learn about a lot of these people in cabinets, you know. Right, and right. For, her life was so interesting. And the 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 moment when those bills rolled off and the cameras were running and they were signing sheets of them with sharpies for like commemorative framed her and the um the other person that signs it um and i'm drawing a blank on her name that there was the first two women to ever do this the amount of pride they must have had and, and, and the line she used because you know she's not a young woman janet yellen but uh, she's you know i'm not trying to say anything but she's like if my parents were only here to see this day and i could only imagine what she must be thinking and they talked about her days in school and going to high school like and it also made me think of the line of did you ever think you know you would they had her under the portrait of hamilton would ever be in this room one day as a tread and she's like no and i think back to like when i was in high school did i ever think i'd be a high school librarian right no you know you just never know and i i just and, and again, I, usually the Treasury Secretary is not politicized. I mean, I hope it's not. I mean, no one likes inflation, obviously. And this woman, this woman's a smart woman. It, it just was a nice thing to watch for a change and to see somebody, to hear somebody's story and um, to learn something. And again, and this is something we talk about too, that education, and again, in a field that I'm not in, 
I'm not an economics person. Right. I didn't even have to, my degree, I didn't even have to take an econ class at Eastern. Yeah. So I didn't even have a micro or macro. I've never had an econ class other than high school. And this woman is obviously very, not only she, she's the treasurer, she was the chair chairperson of the Federal Reserve mm -hmm. before that. So obviously her resume, right? she's a genius. But we need to go back to celebrating academia and academic success in all fields, mm. in all fields, instead of knocking it down. And I'm not saying that that the trades aren't important. We've said this before. We've praised the trades and we've right, praised right. vocational training. But for some reason, for the last four or five, six years, right. academia, for some reason, is being ridiculed unless it's STEM. Okay. We had a big STEM reveal this last week, a big science, you know, but there are areas that are, are they, these areas are important. People like this are important. People don't want inflations. To, these people aren't just guessing. No, they're, right. they're, they, they, they've, she said in her lines, we've, we, we're going back and learning what we've done wrong in the seventies and eighties. And we're trying not to get there. Right. And we're, and they're not just like, Oh, maybe we'll raise it one per, you know, they're right. There's there's thinking going on. And Everything is very calculated by people who I, 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 economics is a really difficult field. Um, so you're right, Mike. And it it almost is like, like, why do we have this zero sum game where if you're praising one, somehow another gets knocked, you know, for a long time? You know, we we grew up with the notion that it's college, college, college. And, you know, the ideas of trades weren't pushed very much. Now it seems to have reversed and we're. It, it's like, again, it's it's almost this bipolar world where it's one or the other. And really, society has to function with both. But you absolutely need the experts. I couldn't agree with you more on academia. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, it was just nice to hear. And again, somebody that, again, I mean, she she doesn't want, nobody wants these numbers, right? She wants, right. and she even said, she's like, I got to, we got to walk this fine line of, we got to cut um, inflation numbers, but we also have a great job market and we don't want to right. go into a recession. And then right. she, again, she, that's, but it, it was just a nice story. And, and again, that moment, of those bills rolling off, I could only imagine how proud she must have felt. Sure. Uh, to, I mean, because that's a big deal. I mean, I mean, like it's uh, it's something that should be celebrated. So, yeah. I guess, and again, the week before in sixty minutes was all about dogs and how it was like a whole episode. So, maybe I'm not getting old. Maybe that maybe they're just finding some stories that are actually yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the stories are interesting for younger people. All right, so we sort of started with it at the top. Um, the Lions pick uh, the Steelers are officially donezo after. Um, Mitch Trubisky showed his true colors and we don't have to worry about him uh, with a long-term career in Pittsburgh. Uh, so I don't, we don't have to worry about them. They have the Panthers this week, which um, I, I, I guess they should, they should win that game, but the lions and jets. Now the, you think pretty much that do they have to run the table? They, they can maybe lose. I mean, a lot of it. Now if they run, the reason is they're going to need some help. Now they got some little help last week from Carolina. Sure. Sure. Um, but obviously you don't have much wiggle room is what we're saying no. from this point, from this point out. I, so I'm, for me, I'm Mike, I'm considering every play, every game, a playoff game at this point. I don't think they can lose. Um, yeah. I know some people think they could go nine and eight. That might be true, but I think you got to have the mentality. We got to win every game. Yeah. Um, the, the fact of the matter is I, I have this vision of them winning every game, closing out, winning nine out of 10 and still not making the playoffs. That, oh, like even worse. That would my be vision. Lions. My no. vision is they win all these games. They go up to Green Bay. It's not even a bad weather night. So, I, if it's a bad weather night, we know we got oh, we got this excuse. Like if it's you remember the famous Barry Sanders playoff game where yeah. it was just all you have what negative one yard or like I, I forget one yard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a, it's just a cold day, nothing bad, and they and Aaron Rodgers somehow late in the game 
pulls off some crazy play and we lose. That to me is the ultimate gut punch. Yeah. I, I honestly think they are going to have a very tough time this week with the Jets. I just, I, the, the, their defense I agree. is, it's, is it's good. It's a road and, game against a plus 500 team. It's going to be yeah. a tough game. And they're coming off a, I think they had a tough loss last week. So, and they're fighting for their lives. So, but listen, I, I, it's, I think it's okay to say it at this point. I'm, I'm Max Bailey, I can hear him. There you go again. You're, for some reason, you have faith in the Lions. You, you don't have, you, you don't have faith in That's Michigan. a very good, that's a very good Max Bailey. But like they're, they're playing, they're a good team right now. I don't, I don't think there's any getting around it. There's no, no. And, and this is all people wanted for this year. So, um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be like this guy that says, oh, this is good enough, but all we expected this year, all that our high end was, was to be competitive in December. You yeah. have that, you have that. If they went out and make it, that's great. If they, and, and, they, and they got the extra bonus of the Rams pick so they can yeah. run the table. It doesn't matter. They don't have to worry about this. Oh, right. we're ruining our draft pick because the Rams are their, their true draft. They run the table and probably end up in the top five anyway. Yep. You know? Yep. So I, I just have them losing this week. Um, you know, I think it's tough. Um, we, we are, I think now that we're zooming, I, you know, like last year, we weren't using this technology. So we, when Christmas came, we didn't record. We didn't do episodes. We'll try to get in the studio maybe one day next week. And then we'll probably be able to record over the, over the break. I'm sure. Right. Or you, you're not leaving town. We can do some, we can do some zooms. Maybe we can get a guest on that way too. Um, But yeah, so, so this is definitely not our last episode for uh, 22. We'll be back next week, maybe in the studio. And then we'll, we hope to do some over the break as well. Right. Yep. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, Hey, everybody have a great weekend and we will see you next week.